Hello, welcome to the podcast series on the voice of youth in obesity, where we will discuss the challenges and needs of young adults who are affected by overweight or obesity. My name is Konstantin Vujnikov, and I will be your host. Uh, a bit about me. I am 26 years old. I was born and raised in Sofia, Bulgaria. I went to a French language high school. After that, I proceeded with uh, studying law in Sofia University. I'm currently preparing for my state exams. I have also done two years of software engineering. Since uh, 2019, I became involved with uh, ECPO and we've been working uh, ever since. Uh, con- in connection to that, I have lived with obesity for pretty much my entire life. I've actually mentioned that to you a bit, but uh, four years ago, I lost 90 kilos. Uh, but the battle is still going on. It's never over. I got bariatric surgery. After that, I got a special nutritionist assigned to me. I got a fitness coach assigned to me. And yeah, the result of that was uh, losing 90 kilos and uh, getting in much better shape, feeling much more comfortable in my body. And uh, right now, I'm thankful for the opportunity to talk to you and share my experience, share my knowledge, and hopefully help you all to better yourself or to spread that even further and the better the life of everyone else. As far as my hobby goes, uh, I'm really interested in history. I'm actually a big nerd when it comes to World War II, like tanks and uh, planes. Uh, I also love traveling like most people do. Thanks to my work with CCPO, I've traveled to quite a bit of places. Um, I also enjoy video games, movies, and yeah. And uh, for each and every single one of you, I would like to actually hear about you and about your hobbies and your day-to-day life. So yeah, we'll proceed with that. Uh, Maybe I'll start with Riz, actually, because I felt like Riz was the most open to talk to me. So Riz, if you don't mind, I've just gave you, I just gave myself a quick introduction and you can start by doing the same. Like, tell me about your age, where do you live? Who do you live with? Are you studying, are you at school or at college? Go ahead. Thanks, Constantine. Uh, yeah, I'm Riz, I'm 18, I'm from the UK. Uh, At the moment, I'm at a water sports college, but I've already done my A-levels uh, in history, geography and politics. So at the moment, it's just a, a one-year course doing water sports and so on. Um, in general, I first started like properly trying to lose weight and so on when I was 16. And throughout lockdown, actually, was my, I did lose a decent amount of weight. And since then, a lot of my... I say a lot of my hobbies. My hobby has generally been about like fitness and so on. I'm not saying that I'm in the place I want to be, but I've had a much more keen interest in the gym and kind of being more active in general, which also doing water sports uh, helps with that quite a lot. Uh, 
when you're um, saying fitness, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I would like to go deeper. What are you interested in fitness? Like, is it weightlifting? Because for me, it was weightlifting. I love heavy weights, like strongman workouts. What is it for you? Yeah, weights, definitely. At the moment, I'm focused more on cardio. But when I was at okay. um, sick form, it was weights a lot, like three times a week, maybe sometimes four times a week. Nice. Go on, go on. I, I um, just wanted to touch that. It was interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, the you know, uh, hobbies, obviously now a lot more water sports. Like, I already had an interest in water sports anyway. So doing that every week is uh, something that I really enjoy. Uh, films and so on, I enjoy not just like general watching, but kind of like cult classics and so on, like films that some people think are a bit weird, but I'm like, oh, you know, something I find kind of interesting. And yeah, uh, video games kind of, I just don't have as much time anymore, which is understandable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and also traveling like this year, because it was my last year uh, when I, like when I finished my A-levels and I had like a good summer where I had some money behind me, I did a, a few holidays with friends from school before they all went off to uni and so on. And I just really enjoyed it. And I'm hoping to do more traveling uh, next year. And yeah. Where did you go this year? <laughs> um, well, I went to Berlin a few weeks ago with my friend. I went to Amsterdam and I also went to uh, Magaluf with friends from college. Or six oh, months. nice, nice, nice. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Riz. And Thank you. Uh, maybe I'll continue with Marta. Marta, would you like to introduce yourself? Give us a couple of words. I'm Marta. I'm 16. I'm from Portugal. Um, I started trying to lose weight, you know, like actually trying with a dietitian and everything, um, I guess, four to five years ago. Not really sure. Around okay, that so time. pretty young. Yeah. Um, because, well, I don't know. I, I feel like I've always been surrounded by, like, the, um, the mentality that it's, like, um, it's okay for other people to, um, I'm going to say be fat, but it, it's not a bad thing. It's okay for other people to be fat and to be hev heavier. I don't know. Um, but when it's you, you can't. So work on that. Um, so I, I started trying to lose weight with a dietitian and everything. I was with her for two years. And then um, I just, I stopped going, you know, it wasn't like, an active decision it just happened you know i didn't have time to go there because of school and everything so i stopped going um and then i had a few years where i was just you know i didn't gain much anymore but i also didn't lose and then last year um i don't i don't really know what happened i'm still trying to figure that out but i just had like i don't know I, something happened something clicked in my head and i decided like Maybe you shouldn't eat so much, so I kind of developed an eating disorder, and I'm still struggling with that, but it's much better now. So, yeah, that's why I said that if I had heard other people talk about this when I was younger, I wouldn't have dealt with stuff the way I did, you know? Yeah, that's uh, good, because it's uh, you've, you've gained an, a knowledge and an understanding of things, and you've improved in that subject. And uh, I just want to tell you, 
in most cases, you stop doing something because of unknown reasons. It's a complex of reasons. So don't go out there trying to find the reason, oh, why did I quit that? In most cases, it's a result of many, many, many different uh, fields and different actions. Yeah, my therapist did tell me that. So that's, yeah. yeah. Well, um, do you go to school now? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm in the 11th grade in the science and technology area. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so you're interested in science? Yeah, I want to follow. something you picked? I want to follow marine biology, like focus on that when I go to, to college. Um, but I do find it, quite, find it interesting, you know, when I'm learning in class about, I don't know, like the genetic code and everything um, and how uh, our digestive system works, how we um, like break down like the, the food and the nutrients and everything. Um, so, you know, it is interesting in that sense for me. But yeah. Okay. In terms of hobbies, I really like to watch movies, TV shows, um, listening to music, reading, just that kind of stuff. Okay, Martha, thank you so much. I'll proceed with Kara. Kara, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Kara. I'm 14 and I'm from Ireland. Um, I've been dealing with obesity for as long as I can really remember. It was never a big problem up until 2019 was when my mom started to be worried about it. I had been seeing a dietitian on and off during the years, but it was always a matter of I'd grow into my weight because I grew quite quickly when I was younger. Um, but yeah, in 2019, my mom brought me to Temple Street in Dublin and I started to go to the Weight to Go management team, which they're changing the name there because obviously it's not really appropriate. Um, and I've been seeing the dietitian there ever since. It's kind of been hard for me to have to deal with the whole Weight to Go management team in Dublin and then a lot of other things because um, I'm not currently in school. I am going to start an online school because I've been dealing with quite a lot of mental health problems recently. Um, it's kind of, I don't know what to say. Uh, it's okay, Kara. I would like to ask you something, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, you said that you're seeing a nutritionist and you're, uh, you probably have a specific nutrition plan for you. Uh, I mean... Do you follow a specific nutrition plan, like uh, what you eat day to day? No, there's sometimes there's been put that's been put into place because I would see the nutritionist every like six months. Okay. But since the mental health has started to come up and be quite a big problem, they've kind of just come back on that and let me kind of deal with that with my counselor for a while. So there's no specific plan that I'm following. I see, I see. And do you find that maybe food affects your mental health per se? Like, let's say you eat something and you feel better or you feel worse. Have you found that in your life? There's no specific order to that. Sometimes I feel better. Sometimes I just, it's a matter of I can't eat at all. Okay. What I is your biggest terrible. craving? What is your biggest craving? Like, let's say in food. Probably You're... crisps, really. Crisps. So let's say you just ate uh, a bag of crisps. Would that uh, 
make you feel more comfortable and better? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, yes. Okay, I see. Because me, personally, I do find comfort in food. I find comfort in chocolate. That was the biggest issue for me. Chocolate and sugar. My sugar addiction was really bad. And it's still bad to this day, but I find ways to control it more than before. So, yeah, that's what was interesting. And, Kara, uh, tell me a, a few hobbies that you have. Like, what do you like to do in your spare time? I'm very into Marvel movies, so I watch those a lot. I'm very into okay. video games, and I watch a lot of YouTubers who play video games. I tend nice. to go on walks sometimes with my mom. That's kind of really it. Thank you so much for the words. And uh, it's just Mara left, so... Mara, I will give you the word to introduce yourself, tell us a, a bit about you. Yeah, I'm Mara, I'm 17 years old, I'm from Germany. Right now I'm going to school, I don't know what it's called in English, but it's Abitur, or I would say a qualification for university. And there I have a focus on mechatronics, so I'm sometimes working in a workshop, or uh, we also do drawings. I don't know what's really called in English, but yeah, just so on the you creative can side have, of things. Yes, so you can think what I mean. <laughs> I hope. Um, yeah, I was. I think all my life was with obesity, because also my mother is really known in ECPO and other projects. So I did with it uh, almost all my life. I was in some clinics when I was really young to lose some weight or to get it under control, but it didn't really help. The last time I was in such a clinic was when I was, I think, 14. I lost a few kilos, but I'm not sure, quite sure how many. Yeah, and since then I didn't done much about it, but in my head it's always like, oh, you need to lose your, uh, you lose, you need to lose some weight, or something like that. Okay, I have a question here. What do you do outside of school? What do you enjoy in your free time? In my free time, I'm mostly drawing, and since a few months, I'm really into reading. Okay, nice. So you are really creative. <laughs> it's a good thing. Does anyone have a dog or a cat? Anything like any pet? The question is open to everyone. I do have two cats. Oh, you do have two cats. Nice. I have two cats also. <laughs> anyone with a dog? Oh, nice, nice. Finally a dog person here. <laughs> <laughs> I have a guinea pig. Oh. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, you hit the flex on us. Okay. <laughs> thank you guys so much for the introduction uh, I believe that we may continue by the same order so in your memory when you were like oh I need to do something about my weight Riz go ahead um, I, I don't think I have a specific time I think it was I think it was probably at school when it was like a sports day mm. and I remember seeing, I remember my dad had filmed me in a race and I looked at it and I was just like, uh, I, I was, 
it might sound very pessimistic, but I was quite kind of like, oh god. Like I looked at that video, and I just was really kind of. Uh, not you were standing dad... out. You were standing out. Yeah, not that my dad said anything at all. He just showed me the video because he was just yeah. like proud of me in the race. But I was just like, oh, I'm just not happy with like how I'm looking. And that's the first time I can remember. But I think I might have been like 11 or 10. But I'm sure there were times before that I just couldn't pinpoint it. Okay, still pretty, pretty, pretty self-aware and pretty young. For me, as an example, it was probably at around 12. And then the first action I took was around 14. I started going to the gym. So when what was the first action that you took? I did, st well, yeah, I did start going to the gym about uh, year eight. So for me, that would have been about, yeah, same time as you, 13 or 14. Okay. But it, I didn't, um, I didn't stick to that as much as like, I do now. I probably, at max, went for about three months at a time. And then I had moments where I just didn't have the motivation or I didn't think it was working. So I didn't bother. Me neither, me neither. I completely understand you. And uh, actually, from my personal experience, you said motivation. Motivation is the key to everything. Uh, <laughs> I cannot express to you how many times I've tried to lose weight. I've started going to the gym and I've quit and I've failed. It was always because I didn't have the right motivation. And that's uh, the moment you succeed is the moment when you found that motivation. Yeah, I agree. Um, and one uh, uh, last question related to the topic, since we've already figured when you realized that your weight was a problem, do you remember the first time you spoke about your weight with like parents, friends or whatever? Um, I, I'm, I'm not too sure, to be honest. That's I... fine. If you, if you don't remember, it's completely fine. Yeah, I, I can. I can say. Maybe if you get it later on, you just raise your hand, and I'll give you the word. So it's completely fine. Yeah, of course. Thank you, Riz. Marta. Same question goes to you. Uh, when was the first time you realized your weight was a problem? Um. So I'm going to give you a bit of context for this to make sense. Sure. So. In the summer between my first and second grade of school, my parents got divorced. And that was around around that time that I started gaining weight. Um, I don't know, like just my like my dad brought a bit more unhealthy foods like home and everything. And I was a kid, so I loved it. So I started getting a bit more weight. And then I remember in second grade, I think one day, you know, like I went to school, I had fun with my friends, I ran around to school, everything I played. It was all normal, you know? I was a happy kid. And one day, I get home from school or something. I don't really remember. I just remember my mom told me, like, you know, you should run around a bit. Like, do you run when you're playing, like, in recess? And I was just like, yeah, I run a lot with my friends. And she was just like, hmm, you're getting a bit fluffy. And I was just like, okay, because I was a child, you know? I just thought, okay, cool. Um, so that was the first time I kind of, like, Got that notion that maybe I should like lose something, but yeah, then I started getting like that perspective, you know. And then like I didn't exactly lose it, so I just kept gaining it, I guess. And then my friends from school 
um, they would make comments on it, they would say some stuff, and yeah, um, around like sixth grade, seventh grade was when I like finally got the thing that I was just like, well, maybe I should really try to lose some weight, and I started going to the dietitian. I so, see. Yeah. And uh, so it was, uh, you said that your mom brought it up, so the moment you realized your weight is a problem was the moment that your mother spoke about it, so it's the same it's the same experience as the first time you spoke about it yeah same time and uh, what happened when you started seeing a nutritionist let's say at that age what was your first impression with him um it was a her it was but, her, okay yeah um my dad was the one that actually got me the dietitian and I mean, she was really nice. I used to go after I had my tennis class um, on Saturdays, like once a month, I think. Um, and she was really nice, you know. She actually was always like, look, you're young. It's fine. You just need to like um, maybe eat a bit less of like the, the sugar and the unhealthy stuff, you know, like those really good cookies you like. Maybe you should cut a bit on those and try to eat something else. Um, you know, she gave me options and she tried to like still keep stuff that I like to eat. You know, she found me like healthy ice cream because I, I really enjoy ice cream, you know, that kind of stuff. So she tried to like keep my like weight loss journey like appropriate because I was still a kid, you know, like I still ate and I still like what I ate. It just, it was a bit better for me. Um, and yeah, she always, she was always just like, look. You're not trying to exactly lose weight. You're gonna grow up, so you just wanna like try to like keep around the weight you have right now, so you can grow into it. Um, so I had a really nice experience with her for those years that I was with her, and I'm really thankful for her for helping me like that because thanks to that experience, I also got like I already had a pretty good view of of healthy foods and everything because of my experience with Mario's Association, you know. Um, he said I was the youngest volunteer. I think I started being involved in the project when I was like four years old, you know, so I was always around that kind of stuff. But yeah, she really helped me get a new perspective how like, you know, there's not really like bad foods per se. You just should invest more on some some foods and less on others. I don't know. If exactly. That and it's it's amazing that you had uh, the support at yeah. such a young age and you were always understood and you were always helped and that is something you should always appreciate and always remember thank you so much marta you're welcome i'll go on with kara kara when was the first time you realized or you thought that your weight was becoming a problem i mean i've kind of always been aware that i was more overweight than like say my classmates but i never saw it as a problem there would have been like two times specifically that it became a problem for me. It's that there was this one girl in my class who was also overweight and she lost a lot of the weight. Um, she wasn't underweight, but she was a normal weight, so to speak then. So then a lot of my classmates turned around to her and was like, hey, you look really great after losing the weight. And it kind of clicked in my head then. It's like, well, do I not look good now because I have the extra weight? So that was I a problem. See. And then around in like 2019, around when my granny died, there was a lot of food around because it was the whole thing where lots of people would bring cakes and sandwiches and everything 
up to the house because of her dying. So there was quite a bit around and I'd eat quite a bit. Um, and then there was a few weeks after when the food had gone, I was kind of sitting there like, okay, I've eaten a lot in the past about three weeks. I need to stop. Um, so that's kind of the times where it became a problem for me. Okay. And do you remember when was the first time that you spoke about it or who did you speak about it with? Did you bring it up? Did someone else bring it up? I don't remember the specific time it was first spoken about. And I don't remember whether I spoke about it or someone else spoke about it. But I just have this very vivid memory of going to a nutritionist. This was before Temple Street. So this was the one that was on and off. And she just kept saying, hey, maybe eat some more salad, which I would be the one to bring like the healthiest lunch into school. I would always have a salad for lunch. So that wasn't really going to help. And it was always, hey, you'll grow into your weight. Just try to keep a normal weight, which was quite hard for me at that point. It stayed in, uh, kind of around the weight, same weight for like the past year or so. But for a long time, it was really hard to even do that. I see. And uh, this is something I completely relate to because I was always the tallest boy and or, or anything the always the tallest person in class so every time my weight would be brought up my parents would say oh he'll grow into it my teachers would say he'll grow into it look at how tall he's growing look at what uh, how big he'll become one day and uh, it's very similar in each of one that i've spoken to i see uh, familiarities with myself and uh, I believe that it's that way for many people that are going to listen to this and uh, relate to you guys. And when you say that you are always the one to bring the healthiest lunch to school, I was also always the one to bring the healthiest lunch to school, and yet I was the biggest. So keep that in mind, guys, and uh, I don't think that you completely realize yet how impactful and how helpful your words would be to other people in your shoes so to say uh and kara you said uh, about the nutritionist or anything in particular that you would like to say about it about the experience no not really that was mainly what she said to me the entire time Okay, okay, I see. So nothing could, she didn't go into specific or specifics or she didn't really develop a personalized nutrition plan for you? No. No, okay, I see. So would you say that it was uh, a pleasant experience or would you say that it was more of a waste of time for you? In some ways, I'd say it was a waste of time. She was nice herself. But with the fact that it was always, hey, just eat more salad, eat more healthy things, eat just vegetables, you'll grow into it. It was kind of just a waste of time for me. Yeah, so she could have been more particular in her guides and her advice, and she could have given you a more step-by-step -step protocol for you to follow. Yeah. Surely, I see that, and you'll see soon when we dive deeper into that, that that's a worldwide issue. 
same thing happens to me same thing same thing happens to you same thing happens to a million other people and mm -hmm. uh we are working on that and hopefully in the future when kids your age go to a nutritionist they will be treated in a different manner at least we're working towards that but thank you so much Kara. and uh, we'll proceed with mara so i have the same question for you as for everyone when was the first time you realized your weight is becoming a problem i think it was about when i was 12 when i really realized it but before i was always bullied so i had like a thing where it was like hey look she's fat or something but it didn't bother me to this point but when i was 12 i was thinking about why do others look more skinnier and why am i different why are people bullying me and that was probably the point where i started to think about that i'm different and that it's probably wrong i see uh did you bring it up with your parents or when was the first time that you remember having a conversation about your weights I don't really remember, but I know when I was in the end of the sixth grade, uh, we had like a switch where everyone from my school got mixed up in classes. And I was really scared for the next year because I was just scared because many people from my school I knew they didn't like me and they were always mean to me. And it was really hard for me to know I will probably get in the same class with them and they might be bullying me or making comments on my weight or something. Do you believe that that actually led you to eat even more per se? As on some days I did eat more and after that I felt really bad because I knew I ate too much and then I thought about why did I eat so much? I shouldn't have ate that because that would make me more fat. I see. I've had uh, a similar experience because I find that uh, when you're experiencing bullying in school about your weight, when you get home, you find comfort in food. Uh, you see what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yes. And uh, actually, Mara, I would. Uh, also like to ask about uh, like everyone shared an experience with let's say gp or a nutritionist did you ever decide to go to a your gp or to a nutritionist for a consultation or did I, your parents suggest it i wasn't at Razo, so i wasn't really going to to someone but i was when i was 14 like i said in the beginning i was like in a clinic and there everyone looked at me and it was like i was getting a plan and there was like sports and then i had to go to a doctor and a doctor for food i'm not sure what it's called in english but there we talked about what's good food what's bad food i also had to made make um, points for what i ate on the morning in the evening and for lunch 
So I think it's some kind of that direction. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, I want you guys to keep in mind that uh, we can we can talk about a million different things after everything that you said. And I and I want to ask you a million different times, but I have to cut the, I have to keep it short. And next time when we have a separate episode for each and every single one of you, we'll dive deeper into all those subjects that I would like to ask you about. But right now, I'm restraining myself from asking you additional questions. But uh, one thing I would love to hear from you is uh, we've already established that at some point you realized your weight is a problem. Where did you go to research for weight loss or weight problems? Or did you go on the internet and type uh, BMI to see if you're considered or if you're statistically overweight? And uh, when you started researching weight loss, did you go on YouTube? Did you go on Google? or whatever, and now start by going to race again? I think at first, because of how young I was, it was going to the doctors and getting help from them. Um, but then after a while, I started using, obviously when I just started using the internet more, um, just in my own time, if there were little things that I just wanted to ask and I, you know, it was like really bugging me about it. And I thought, oh, you know, I can't wait until I see a doctor to ask this. And I'd ask, uh, I'd just go on like YouTube or Google. But um, after a while, I realized that it's not necessarily the best place to get it, especially at that age. And I didn't yeah. really know what the answer was. I didn't, I didn't follow it too closely because I knew that if I did, I got all sorts of answers. So do you believe that uh, the information provided was uh, trustworthy? Um, I, I mean, when uh, now, I would say, yeah. A lot of stuff that I find is trustworthy and that what they're saying is tr true. It's just about how they say it. But there were some things, and some things I find now that um, I don't think are the most helpful. Like recently at college, as part of our... Um, uh, like module that we're doing one of them was just like oh out of interest see what your bmi is and see what the nhs recommends to you and when i did that and it said that i was overweight it recommended that for me to lose weight i'd need to eat between 2300 and 2800 calories a day which to me just makes no sense because it seems like the complete opposite of what someone would do um so that's what i find is that the internet has it doesn't take into account how many variables there are. But I think that's just something that um, I found as I got older. So you would say it's hard to find the right information for you? Yeah, for, for, everyone, for every individual, I think it can be yeah. hard. It's very important that you've acknowledged that. And uh, once it, when it comes down to weight, weight is very specific to every single individual mm. what works for me might not work for you or what works for me might not work for marta let's say and uh, with so much information out there it's very hard to digest and to find the useful and the good one yeah 
but it's good that you've actually managed to do that because, yeah, as I said, it's nearly impossible and you have to be dedicated to, to it. But thank you, Riz. I would actually have the same question for Marta. So uh, once you realized your weight was a problem, did you go uh, online searching for weight loss or searching for BMI calculators or for advice and trips or what did you do? Um, I don't know. I don't think like I like did that right away. I don't think I ever actually like researched by myself like tips on weight loss or anything. Um, but I would say maybe last year when I was like struggling with the whole mentality of you shouldn't eat while you're like you you can't eat, you're too fat, you shouldn't eat, just don't eat. I remember like one night the other day I had to be at school at 8 a.m. So I would have to get up pretty early. Um, but I remember like I was aware of that, but I just stayed up until super late just searching like a ton of like different BMI calculators because they all kept telling me like, no, you're fine. Your weight is literally normal right now. Like you're in the right weight, like zone, let's say. But in my head, it was just like, that can't be possible. I'm super fat. How can I be in a normal weight if um, I look super fat, you know? So that's like the only time I remember searching for that kind of stuff, okay. you know, not for the best reasons, obviously. Yeah, okay, I see, Marta. Yeah. And uh, a key thing here is BMI is outdated. It, uh, it must be removed from the internet. It must be removed from our mind. BMI is not the correct way uh, the correct way to go about some, someone's weight. And uh, BMI is wrong in so many occasions, just like yours here. So it's good that you've actually said that and we've discussed it. Thank you so much. And now move on to Kara. Kara, did you, by any chance, did you start researching online about weight loss or did you actually rather go to your GP about it? What was the first thing? I mean, because of the age I was when I started figuring out or thinking it was a problem. I didn't have a lot of access to the internet, so I didn't really. So it was just my mom taking me to see a doctor every six okay. months. But as I got more access to the internet and, like, say, there were family gatherings or something coming up, I just, like, I'd have an outfit in mind and I wouldn't want to wear that with the extra weight. So I'd look it up and a lot of things were just, hey, have this powder and you'll lose weight within a week and all. And a lot of people, a lot of things coming up about eating disorders. And then I was looking at eating disorders and that kind of came in. I never had an eating disorder, but there were a lot of times where I just tried not to eat. And I tell myself, you're only just not going to eat for like two weeks and then you can eat again. It'll be fine. But it's kind of really an only time thing. I'd look up if there's something coming up, like I went to Pride this year. And I didn't want to be there with extra weight because I thought a lot of people would judge me, which they didn't. It was a very accepting environment. But um, I continuously looked up how to lose weight very quickly. And I just didn't really lose the weight before Pride. And when I was there, I didn't even think about it because I was having a great time. But afterwards, 
I was thinking like, oh, I could have looked so much better there if I didn't have the weight. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much from, for that. So, same question. You know how it goes, Mara. It's your turn. Do you... yes, so, um, I started researching in the internet at first, but after some time I found out I don't find something that's uh, right for me or what could work to me. Then I got some information through my mother because of her events. I was sometimes there and I was listening and then thought about, oh, I could look at that page. They give me better information than some random doctor's page. I see. And uh, when you were researching or watching a video or an article, right, online, did you find the information trustworthy? Did you believe it was trustworthy? And did you find it useful? Most of them I didn't believe or found trustworthy because they were from some doctors that I didn't believe were really specified for obesity or overweight. So I didn't believe that, but I believed the articles or videos from the doctors. I knew from my mother or from articles from my mother's page or all of that. Have you ever felt isolated from any activity because of your weight? Me, I'll give you first, I'll give you myself as an example. I would find that I would not be able to go enjoy an activity with my friends because I wouldn't be able to keep up. So let's say that my friends were gathering for a hike in the mountains. I would actually think to myself, oh, I cannot attend that because I won't be able to keep up with them. I'll be out of breath. I'll embarrass myself. I'll feel awful about it. Or in sports, for example, uh, let's say we're playing football. People would not want to pick you because uh, I was overweight, obviously, and uh, I would not perform as good as the others. So, Riz, I'll start again with you. Was there any activity that you felt isolated from because of your weight? Uh, I think in PE, just as a, a small example, it was things because yeah. uh, I was quite, I've always been quite into sport. I've always tried for most things, but things like a high jump, not exactly uh, my cup of tea. <laughs> so, um, things like that I'll be put off by. But the big thing that I remember uh, is because I, up until I was 10 till 16, I did sea cadets. And that meant that every summer you'd always be doing kayaking and so on. And I remember I got to a point where I was like actually struggling to get into some of the kayaks. And I was like, nah, I, this, this will make me not want to come to cadets. And it's something that I love doing. And I thought I can't let this stop me because it's, I mean, in my mind, I was like, this is something that I can hopefully have an input in. And I don't want to get to the point where I'm purposefully making excuses because that's what I would do. I wouldn't just say, oh, I'm not coming in. I'd make an excuse because I feel like, oh, they, they know exactly why. I've got to make sure they don't know why. Good. That's a good mentality to have. Thank you, Riz. And uh, Marta, did you ever feel isolated from an activity because of your weight? 
Um, I would say PE as well. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just until fourth grade, you know, it was just like kind of more time to play. Then when I got into fifth grade and everything, um, my class, um, I knew a lot of them, but I don't know. I just they started getting mean with their words. You know, they would make some comments. When I was finally able to do something, I usually wasn't able to do it. They would clap in a mocking way. And, you know, that that doesn't really help. So, you know, so I developed I developed a lot of anxiety uh, at that time around that subject in school. And I actually had anxiety attacks about it. I just didn't know that was an anxiety attack. I thought that was just a normal reaction to not liking a subject in school. Um, so, yeah, in PE, um, right now I'm much better, you know, but I'm like, I always get into the class with the mentality of like, you won't be like, you won't be able to perform as well as the other people and everything like um, you can't do that. Um, I don't really know. So I always felt more isolated in when I was in that class because of my weight. Okay, thank you so much, Martha. Uh, Kara, once again, same question to you. Have you ever felt isolated from anything because of your weight? Yet again, it would be PE. Um, the only thing with it was that when I reached a certain age, I just didn't really like PE in general. It wasn't just because of my weight. So that didn't really affect me. But for a long time, it was the whole thing where you'd be picked last for a soccer team because you were more, you had more weight than other people. The one thing that did help with that is that when the less sporty people played, they would also be left to last to be picked because they didn't really know how to play soccer or they couldn't run quickly because they weren't sporty. So that did help me it was not feeling like oh it's just me that's it there's something wrong with me but with a lot of things with running I'd kind of tend to stay to the back to not be seen a lot of the time I see I see so very similar experiences in most cases and uh, moving on with Mara Mara anything you felt isolated from I actually felt isolated from many things. In particular in school it was not only PE, it was most of the subjects because I was also really scared of group works and in every group work I sat there alone and waited for someone to uh, ask me to their group or then it all always ended up with the teacher telling me to go to a group because no one wanted to be with me in a group. And with PE, it was probably almost the same with everyone else. But right now, I'm always thinking they won't like me or they won't play with me. But I'm pretty lucky with my class right now because they don't pick on me or say bad things. They always try to motivate me. But in my head, it's always there that they could do it. Okay, I see. And I have a question about your group projects. So, Mar, let's say you're you're starting a group project uh, project right now. Do you feel that the people you're with in that group project are underestimating you because of your weight, underestimating your capabilities, your knowledge, and so on? It depends on what people they are. If they are people that know me for a longer time, they don't do it but if 
people don't know me. They think I'm stupid and I don't know anything and just judge me because I'm overweighted. But I won't sound like I completely understand you. But I do know some things and I'm not stupid. I completely understand you. And uh, it's a you've made your point very clear and uh, from it I believe that when you're entering a new environment you would be underestimated in most cases because of your weight and uh, this is something that uh, we're currently fighting and most people in your shoes have experienced that so it's completely normal uh, and it's happened to most. It's not right per se, but it's normal. <laughs> Thank you once again. And uh, I've asked you a couple questions, uh, every single one of you, and we've exchanged a few words. We're obviously keeping it short this time, but I would like to ask you right now, is there anything that you have heard from each other that sounds familiar to you? like things that you relate to and I'll start with Therese once again what is one thing that you've heard from the rest of them that uh, you basically saw yourself in I think the fact that I mean is I guess it's not a surprise that a lot of us have had a dietitian or so on I've had dietitians in the past and I think it was uh, Martha saying about how um she sometimes people wouldn't believe her when she says like you know i am doing i am being active and you know it's not necessarily about like oh i'm i'm binge eating or whatever like people don't just because they think oh well if you're not if you are being active then you shouldn't be fat and they're kind of not looking further than that um because that's something i've had a lot personally so when i heard that i've kind of uh don't know what the word would be but I kind of saw myself in that. I see. It's uh, once again very good point. Very good point. Thank you, Rhys. And uh, Martha, something you would uh, you saw familiar in the rest? Um, I guess the PE situations, from what I heard, like they were all pretty similar. You know, yeah. we, we were afraid to be picked last, um, to be picked on whilst doing the subject. Um, I guess that's the part where I like identified myself the most. But there were bits where like I was hearing, um, I was hearing you guys, and I was just like, yeah, that makes sense. I totally felt that, but I didn't really like. I can't remember like a specific situation, you know. So like there were oh, moments, yeah. but I can't identify one right now. Completely fine. Thank you so much, Kira. What about you? Anything in particular? Yet again, I would have to say the whole PE situation of people judging you, that's kind of really where I saw myself. Yet again, no specific place that I can say. Would you say that even outside, like in the outside world, you were looked at differently because of your weight? Not only in PE and your small circle of uh, friends in school and uh, students, yeah, I would. There's like, there was a whole thing that I was talking about with my mom. Whereas, I can walk quite a bit and be completely fine. 
and I had two friends who I one was the underweight and one was a healthy weight and a lot of people would think looking at three of us that I would be the one that would have to stop but anytime we went on a walk with them they were the ones to say hey can we stop this like now yeah this is something that I would actually love to go uh, deeper into with you guys once again the next time we speak but uh, I just wanted to point it out because you're all saying PEP but when you get to think about it it's actually everywhere and it's outside it's uh, in school it's outside of school it's literally everywhere and you're going to find those familiarities once you listen to more of what you have to say and Mara, something in particular that you would like to say? Anything that you that was uh, familiar to you from the other people's experiences? I would also say the PE situation. And I think there were some other things where I thought like, yeah, I felt that I was in the same place, but I can't say which one it was. Okay, okay, thank you. And I would like to say something, and uh, it's that I find many familiarities with each and every single one of you. And from what I've heard from you, I saw myself in you in so many cases and so many experiences that you've had. So, yeah, I guarantee you once we get on and we get to know more about each other, you'll see many more familiarities than right now. What is the one thing that motivates you to lose weight risk go ahead uh i think it's mainly so that i want to be at the point where i'm not looking for like a bodybuilder body i want to get to the point where i can see the progress and i get to a point where i go this is what i've been like this is what i've been working for and just be proud of it so it's to improve your health would you say uh health and also my image as well just be proud of the body i have okay so it comes down to maybe even being able to accept yourself to just look at you and be like oh yeah that's fine yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say that right now. I have a, a really hard time with it, but I think what motivates me is being able to like look in the mirror one day and be like really, really proud of what I've done. Okay, thank you so much. And Martha, um, I would actually say it's the same. I don't really like looking at my weight um, because that usually like kind of sets me back onto wrong mentalities. So I try not to do it as much as I can. But um, but something that motivates me is looking in the mirror and seeing a difference, you know? Um, so, I mean, yeah, that's my main motivation is just looking at myself and being like, yeah, like you're in a better shape. I like what I see better. And what and is the end goal, Marta? The end goal? I honestly think like my end goal is be able to, I don't know, just like be in a group of people that I don't really know or just walk, like walk past a mirror and not be worried about like how other people see my, see me or how I see myself, you know, not be self-conscious about my body. 
completely um, understand. So you want to fit in with the rest and not stand out? Yeah, not that I stand out right now. I just want to be able to like be more confident in my body to a point where I just I don't have to think about it anymore, you know? Like okay. I'm fine with myself, so I don't have to be worried like, oh, what is he thinking? What is she thinking about my body? Not that people are thinking about my body because it's not really that interesting, you know? It's just I want to be able to like stand in a group situation and not worry about any of that. Perfect. Thank you so much for the answer. Moving on to Kara. A lot of my motivation is just like, say, if I have something coming up that I'm going to and I have an outfit in my head and I kind of see myself with less weight in that outfit, a lot of it is just trying to reach that, to look like that. So would you say that you want to feel more comfortable in your clothes? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Thank you so much, Kira. And Mara, what about you? Like, what is your biggest motivation? What do you strive for? I think my biggest motivation is that I'm getting confident with myself and accepting myself. And also, when I go somewhere that I, that people won't look at me and look at me very bad or critical because of my weight. I have so many more questions to ask you and uh, we can develop so much in, into every single one of them. But we're running out of time and I'm going to proceed with my last question, which I've told you about previously to think of a something simple to say. And that would be, what is your call to action per se? What is something you want that is not currently provided or is hasn't been offered to you what is something that can be done about uh, everything surrounding weight like conversations or stigma or information availability or the services that are provided to you what would be the first thing that comes to your mind about that we can improve risk go ahead i think the only thing i could say is for doctors to have a more open view when talking to patients. Very important and very key. Thank you. Marta, you? Um, I guess I would like for like people to have a more open mentality to different body types. I don't, I don't really know if that makes sense. Um, but like maybe be more open about these kinds of issues so that people would would not judge so much or i don't know i don't really know how to explain myself uh i believe that we completely understand you and uh having this conversation today even it's uh it's putting work towards what you want and it's going to help in the future and the more conversations we have the the more stigma is being reduced and the more people are being accepted for who they are and also the more people are finding help for their problem uh kara one thing you would like to say um i think i just like for doctors to actually see the patient and not just the weight do you believe that your gp per se so didn't see you as a person but more of like you just saw the weight some of the time yes 
So do you think that a, in particular, uh, a more work focused towards the healthcare professional is needed? Yeah. And more education on the subject of obesity? Yeah, I think a lot of other people would understand it more if doctors understood it. Yeah, I believe so as well. Thank you. And Mara? I think that just everybody should know about obesity and not just like thinking people are fat. Okay, okay. And guys, I believe that you were awesome. You made some great points today. You made some very important, uh, very, very important uh, statements for people to think about and for people to intake and uh, consider in the future. That's all the time we have for today. But next time when we meet each and every single one of you separately, we are going to go deeper into all the topics that we want to discuss. We're going to get uh, a lot more information out there. And uh, hopefully your time in your work will be useful to people in your shoes and uh, it will get to the ears of the right people. So thank you so much for your time. I wish I could talk to you for three hours more, but uh, we can't. Also, I just want to say because uh, uh, it, it wasn't clear. Thank you to everyone who listened to this. And uh, you are one of the reasons that we are doing it. We want to have, uh, we want to get inside people's heads and we want their, those adolescents with the experience to be heard and to reach as much people as possible. Thank you.